On this episode of Marathon to March, David and I have a full two-round NBA mock draft breakdown just the morning ahead of the NBA draft. Also, make sure to look out for Selection Summer starting Monday. We'll be doing a show every day ranking the best 68 teams in college basketball all summer long. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. I'm Lipskin alongside David Campbell. It's been a while since we've recorded a show, but we got the NBA draft coming up tomorrow. And many of the players David and I watched all year in college. David's got his John Morant Murray State jersey on, showing it off on the camera right now. David has elected to give me the first pick, which I want you. I I, yeah, take. I want you. I want you to take um, the first pick. So I've said for a while that my number one prospect in this draft is not one player. It's more of a 1A, 1B situation. Oh, we're actually getting into it right now. No intro. Dude, yeah, anyway, what else, do you have anything else you want to say? I mean, I don't know. We haven't been together in like a couple months. and Well, well I was going to record like a pre-intro. So. Oh, I got you. Well, I was going to say a couple words. You know, the NBA Go draft, it's fun. It's a great time. I want to say a couple of things. Number one, uh, I'm, I'm making this a shout-out because it is a college basketball show, and I want to give my deepest uh, sadness to Parker Fox for tearing his ACL and get out for the season. And I also want to give – my condolences to everyone affiliated with Caleb Swanigan, one of the best Big Ten basketball players we've had the past couple of years. I mean, he was awesome at Purdue, and he always torturized the the Gophers, and it's really sad that um, that he passed away. Yeah, he was a force in the Big Ten for for many years. And when, when we watched Travion Williams last year, that was the person you you thought of. Like there mm-hmm. there isn't a Travion Williams really at Purdue without Caleb Swanigan. So I completely agree. Uh, he was you know did really. Excuse me. He just kind of just got forgotten. It sucked. It was so good in college. Yeah. And uh, I was super happy. Um, I was always happy to watch him play because he just he played like me, a big dude who always scored scored a ton of points. You know, that's that's me. So you know, uh, no. I'm in all seriousness. Caleb Swanigan, um, rest in peace. Indeed. Let's let's move into this this David. Um. I t- I'll take the first pick. You you have elected to give me that. Mm-hmm. I- I've always said, and the second round will go quicker, but the, the first round will kind of ev- evaluate some of the guys. Of and the number one pick for me has always been a 1A, 1B situation. I'm going to take Chet Holmgren here with the Magic's pick, which I know a lot of people will, will point at me and go, size, uh, he's really skinny, which he is. He is. I, I actually – yeah, go ahead. I, I was going to – you know, I just – I actually disagree. Um, I think the majority of people who think that Chet Holmgren, I, I look, people always say that Chet, people people like say, well, I know everyone hates Chet, bro. No one hates Chet. Everyone mm-hmm. I've seen on Twitter, whether it's you or Sam or Pradov or Lachlan or Thomas Apleton, they all love Chet Holmgren, and I don't hate Chet Holmgren either. I think he's a great player, but people are just like people always uh, complain about his body. Like I've never seen a take. I mean, like. The reason why that narrative was created probably because he is has a really skinny body. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he does. He he definitely can benefit from putting on weight, but I think his length and his quickness laterally are definitely good enough to make his floor like a really good defensive player in the league. His offensive upside is kind of what what people don't know yet. Yeah. No, absolutely. You know, really fit well with Gonzaga, um, which is going to be interesting to see how he played with Drew Trimmy, but. He showed that he can play with a great big, and he showed he can play with 
um, a ton of solid guards as well. So mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't think that will happen, John, but of course we are doing what, what should happen or what we think should happen. Yeah. GM's, jo- GM's John, GM David. And I think that's a, that's, a, that's a solid pick. And the reason I mainly think that is because I get to take the best player in the class at number two overall, someone who I hope OKC takes, even though I do think they're going to take Chet Holmgren, I'm going to take Paolo Boncaro, who is, in my opinion, the best player in the class, was awesome at Duke last year, is so just offensively gifted. I mean, I've never seen a player that uh, comfortable in, in an offense in college basketball in a very long time, and uh, he was he was so good in the yeah. ACC last year. And you would know better than anybody, and I, and I think he's going to have an amazing NBA career. Um, I think he is the best player in this class, and I hope he goes to OKC, even though I do think he'll actually go number three overall. Yeah, Paulo is a guy that's, for his size, a very unique shot creator. And I think fun, the narrative kind of around Thunder fans right now is that they're going to get the choice they want of either Chet or Paulo tomorrow. It sounds like Jabari's going number one, but nothing absolutely certain right now. And speaking of Jabari, I'm going to take him at number three. That's a good pick. I do think he's he, – this is the Rockets pick. I do think he's probably the most likely of the top three mm-hmm. to – reach Bob we're up a point where people call bust, but at worst, I think he's a very solid three and D guy in the, in the league. He's a great shot maker for a guy, six ten, six eleven, And he, he struggles to put it on the floor, but he defends well with his length. He's got really good length. Mm-hmm. So I think the Rockets, Thunder and Magic, all three of them get players that can absolutely be studs in this league. Absolutely. Um, this is also the best case scenario for David. David obviously, myself, has some some personal beef with Chet Holmgren and, and Jalen Suggs. Obviously, went to a rival high school back in Minnesota. They're on the same team, so I can I can throw a lot of shade at Orlando now while still really liking OKC because I do like OKC. I have a, a number of OKC friends, number of which is Wendell Shepard Jr., and he wants Paulo Boncaro. So um, I know that he'll be happy with that pick. The Kings are at four. I think this is a really interesting spot for them. I personally don't think Sacramento picks here. I want Detroit to move up and take Jaden Ivey because I think that Detroit is legitimately two moves away from being coming in Eastern Conference, like a consensus, like a, um, a yearly, an annual like playoff team. And that's one of them is training for DeAndre Aiden, signing trade. The other one is getting Jaden Ivey. I'm going to take Ivey here because he is my best player available. And I think if the Kings were a decently smart organization, which they're not, but if they were smart, they could trade De'Aaron Fox, who wasn't that great last year. And you get a guy like Jaden Ivey, who I think is going to be better than Jaden Fo- uh, Fox. De'Aaron Fox, Jaden Ivey is my number two overall player on my board. So Jaden Ivey it is. The Pistons are up next at five. And I've heard a lot of stuff about how Jaden Ivey and Kid Cunningham would kind of fit together there. They would. They, would. they totally would. I don't wa- admittedly don't watch – nearly as much NBA as I do college basketball, not even remotely close. Yeah. I don't know how well point guards fit together in the, in the NBA, two primary mm-hmm. ball handlers on the floor at the same time. I like it in college because there, I think there's a lot more ball pressure, lot, a lot of ball screen situ- situations and, and guys that can kind of create for, for other guys where in the NBA, you have a lot of, a lot more guys that can create their own shot. So that's not something I'm entirely sold on, but I think the Pistons can make that work. Mm-hmm. But I have the Pistons pick right now, and I'm going to take a guy that probably is a little unpopular, and that's Shaden Sharp. 
he's a he's a really interesting really interesting kid. He went to Kentucky for a semester, had really no intention of playing there. Moved on to the NBA. Whether he graduated high school or not, it's still kind of up in the air. <laughs> something Aaron Torres and I talked about, but I think he's really explosive and all his shot creation concerns that people would have, I think would kind of go away with the Cade Cunningham playmaking that he would be on the receiving end of. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I no, I think Shane Sharp has the highest ceiling actually in his draft over Paulo, over Chet, over, over Jade Ivy, over Jabari. Mm-hmm. I think he has the highest ceiling just because we don't know what he's going to get, but that floor is scary. And we just don't know if he just doesn't show up. And yeah. That's, I, and, that, and that's kind of what's terrifying. I remember last year when I was at work midday, I just remember like pulling up Twitter real, real quick during one of our breaks. And Jeff Goodman was absolutely salivating over Shaden Sharp at EYBL. <laughs> so yeah. the, the kids got some unreal potential. Just, we don't know how, we don't know if it could be interesting for him. Pacers at six. Last year, they took Chris Duarte in the first round. I picked that puzzled Manny, who's an older guard from Oregon. I think they take a younger, well, still somewhat. I mean, he's a sophomore, three. The definition of three and D at Benedict Matherin, who is my sixth overall player. And I think he would be awesome in Indiana. He, I say three and D, but he, he can score a lot more than just from beyond the arc. So I, I'm really excited uh, to see him and, and how he translates to the league. Yeah, Matherin's super explosive player. My my sixth overall prospect too. Yep. So my my top six have already have, have gone. And say with me. So. Yeah. So the not in order, but the, those are my top six. Number seven, Portland, who just traded for Jeremy Grant today. This this pick could be moved. I, I'm hearing some rumors that OG and a new boy or and a new boy and a no boy. Anna Noba, Anna, Anna, that's going to bug me all night. Um, OG from Toronto might go, and the seventh overall pick is like involved potentially. So this might, this pick might not happen within 24 hours. Well, that's not true. This pick's going to happen within 24 hours. The draft's at 6 p.m. tomorrow. So, um, the, so the Blazers trade for a kind of not ball dominant, but ball demanding yeah. for, forward in Jeremy Grant. So I think a couple guys got to be off the board here they have i feel like a high need at center um so i'm gonna go jalen duran over over mark williams i like both a lot but i think jalen duran may be the most nba ready front court player in this entire draft yeah his his strength and size is absurd his measurables are really good and he's only 19 years old so i think that's a really good pick for portland if they can get Duran at seven I love Duran. He's my seventh overall player. He gets taken at seven. I, I love Jalen Duran. I thought he, uh, I thought he really did honestly surprisingly well in a bad system uh, mm-hmm. in, in Houston. Not Houston. Memphis. Memphis is a great system. Memphis. <laughs> yeah. um, this is a tough one at eight because this this Pelicans team is is ready to compete right now. Yeah. I mean, if Zion's fully healthy, this seems a, a top five team in the West next year. I don't exactly know if there's a certain player they're going to go after right now, which I think they go not like a necessarily a Warriors pick here. And I don't hate this player. I kind of like him. That's Dyson Daniels, who Liddy hates because he doesn't play college basketball. <laughs> who went to the G League. I've heard some good things. He's got a ton of length. He's a point guard. He's a project, which a lot of the G League players are. 
you know, there's no Scoot Henderson's in this draft, but I think with Dyson, he doesn't have to start right away and be a guy that you dominate with. Like he can be your Jonathan Kuminga 2.0, like for the, for how the Warriors use Kuminga, like in just doses this year. And he was really, really good in those doses. I think Dyson Daniels can do a similar thing and potentially take over that starting point guard spot. Cause as much as people love Jose Alvarado, I don't think he's a starting point guard on a championship caliber team. I just don't. Yeah. Um, Dyson Daniels is an interesting one. I've heard a lot of Lonzo Ball comparisns with him. A lot of, and I think those are because of his probably his passing and his size. Yeah. I haven't watched obviously as much as some of these other kids who played in college, but mm-hmm. I've heard good things. So the Spurs at nine, the Spurs are still kind of an old school organization. So they're, I, I feel like they're typically not a team that takes guys with like, Super high ceiling, super low floors. They like guys that play somewhat fundamental basketball. And for some, I lead Johnny Davis here. I think he's going to go in the top 10. Yeah. I don't agree with it. But but I think his floor is really high. And that's why I'm taking him here. Because he's a guy that will play down low. His efficiency numbers should improve considering his usage had to be insane at Wisconsin last year because they had nobody else that could create their own shot. So he's, he's really strong. I think he's NBA ready. And I think he's a good fit for the Spurs. Yeah. Johnny Davis, don't be wrong. is a great, is a very, was a very good player in college. Um, he's a little lower on my board because of that efficiency. And because of, I, I, you know, he did so much for Wisconsin last year. I'm interested to see if he's given the chance to do the same. Um, he's, he's lower on my board too. I actually have him like in the, in the teens, but I just think the Spurs is a good, good fit for him. I I agree. And I saw a board today that had him at number two, John, I had the second overall player. (laughs) That's a little absurd. That's a little high. Uh, no surprise. It was someone that worked for the right way sports network. Moving on. I, uh, we're at number 10 here with the Washington wizards. And like, there's someone staring me in the face right now, you know, yeah. and you know, according to the, 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 the fans, Bo, he's the fifth overall player. This is actually the ESPN official draft board. And I, and I'm really tempted to honestly take a guy like Mark Williams here just because Washington messed up the Duke center pick once with Vernon Carey, not messed it up, but like he's on the roster obviously. And, and like, you want to get it right with Mark Williams, but I think Keegan Murray at 10 is was really good value. Yeah. So, and I know they have Porzingis, but Murray kind of translates more of a three in the NBA. And I, I think he's a guy who could really help out immediately in DC. Keegan Murray's the pick. Keegan Murray is the pick. Him him and Hachimura, I think, would be interesting together. I think it'd be super interesting. And then I mean they have a lot of wings who are just kind of there. Corey Kispert, Denny of Diaz showed some signs. You know, and I think they need to still address the point guard position, but there are there's not a true point guard on the board right now that's I think worth taking. And I I don't think they reach for a guy like Blake Wesley, maybe Malachi Branham, but even then I don't see it happening. Wizards are a really, really icky pick with that 10. But I I think you know Keegan's high on a lot of teams' boards. He's a very good player. Knicks pick on Knicks are next, and they're honestly super easy for me. They're big on the flashy tie upside guys. And that, that to me is Jeremy Sohan, who yeah. I, I'm, 
I, I like a lot. I think the potential's there. I think he had a very up and down year at, at Baylor, and th- this is a solely potential pick. Like he's he's a guy that his raw traits and athleticism are just off the charts, and mm-hmm. th- that could end up being re- a really good pick or a really bad one. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, that is super interesting because Sohan, a lot of people love, I, I love him. He's a top 10 player on my board. The only like question I have with him is, you know, especially the Knicks is like, is he too similar to Obi Toppin? And I don't think Obi Toppin is anything spectacular. Don't get me wrong. And no. so I can definitely be better than him, but they're load up that front court. And again, though, there's not like a, there's not a true point guard that I really like in this area. Okay. C's up, John. Again, they have two picks in the lottery. So they have Paulo already. They have Paulo. And in this, they could pair him with his front court partner if they decide to go Mark Williams and reunite that front court. And Oak and Liddy would become an automatic Oklahoma City Thunder fan. I would get the get the jerseys. Or you pair him up with a wing, a perfect three and D guy. Well, not D and not the D, sorry. I might just say three point shooter in AJ Griffin. Griffin. I think they actually are, are, are I'm gonna have him take AJ Griffin here. Great shooter. Um, probably the best in the class. I think he's the best shooter in the class, personally. I think he was a better shooter than, like, way better shooter than the Cam Reddish was in college, and everyone thought he was an amazing shooter, too. Um, you obviously have some questions about his defense. I like his size as well. Um, and I think he's just a good, good, good guy. And I know that's a stupid thing to say, but I really just like A.J. Griffin as a person as well, which may be a casual thing. I don't care. If he goes to OKC, A.J. Griffin and, uh, and Paolo Boncaro on the same team. Next pick is the Hornets, and with Mark Williams on the board, I think that's a super easy pick for them. I think either Duran or Mark Williams is a slam dunk, dunk pick for them. They need rim protection so badly, and yeah. Mark Williams will give them exactly that. Yep. I completely agree. That's a great pick, John. Cavs are up, and now we're kind of entering the teams. Like, the Cavs, if you look at their roster, it's good. They, have a, they, have, they have a good roster. I mean, they were a playing team last year. And, you know, for a majority of the season, they were in the top five, top six before Jared Allen got hurt. So they could address the front court maybe with like a um, a four guy. One of my top players is still on the board. I don't think they take a guard. They're going to let Garland run the offense. They still have Sexton as of now. That could always change. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go between two. I'm going to go Tari Eason. I love Tari Eason. He's one of my favorite players in this class. Um, ton of length, and he when he was on the court, he was awesome. One of or, one of the elite defenders in this yeah. class too. And so you kind of, even if he doesn't start play for you right away, you can kind of plug him in and mark it in spot when you yeah. need more defense on the on the floor. Me and John both know as former, you know, as not former, but as current Bulls fans, that uh, Laurie Marketing doesn't really offer much on the defensive side of things. So I'm gonna do something here with the Hornets second pick that they just kind of seem like they like to do. And I'm going to take Malachi Branham. And the thought process here is Branham's a super, super shot creative heavy guard. He's really good at creating space and getting himself open, not super pass heavy. You're going to create shots for others, but you already have one of those guys in the mellow ball. So I think the Hornets kind of keep a, tr- a trend going here after they get their center. Good pick, John. I'm going to go here the Hawks at 16. I think they attack the wing. I think they got a guy who can probably help right away. He might have the highest floor in the draft. That is Ojai Agbaji. 
from Kansas. National champion right there. Somehow. Um, <laughs> Somehow, some way. Kansas won the national championship last year, and Okai Baji gets his ring. Did he get okay. rings, John? So, I have no idea. So, Rockets are up next. They took Jabari Smith with the third pick. Looking at the roster right now, John Wall and Eric Gordon is their backcourt. Super old. Yep. Need some new faces in there. I'm going to go Kennedy Chandler. I, I love that pick. That pick's awesome, Liddy. That's an Kennedy awesome Chandler pick. Kennedy Chandler is one of my favorite prospects in the draft for where mm-hmm. he's going to be picked. And I think the way Rick Barnes kind of used him at Tennessee was, in, was interesting. Because fr- freshman, the idea of freshman point guards to me is like there's limited success there. You think back to just like like Andre Curbelo, I think was like one of the guys that had like an ideal season for a yeah. freshman point guard that isn't like going to the draft. Yeah. So, and, and like like Tennessee lost in the second round. Like those freshman point guards being their a team's best player is always really interesting to me. But I think Chandler is going to be a great pro and he's a super good ball handler. It's a good pick. I really do like that pick a ton. Him and Jalen Green, I think it'd be really, really good. I like Bulls. Yeah, I'm at Bulls here. Um, this isn't necessarily what I would do. And I know I'm breaking the rules here. Liddy, I don't know if you've been paying attention to the Bulls sweater. I am so confident that EJ Liddell is going to be picked at 18 by the Bulls. I, I, unless they trade up and get Tari Eason or like a like a with Jeremy Sochan, I've seen as well. Unless they try to get one of those upper tier power forwards, EJ Liddell from Illinois is going to become a Chicago Bull tomorrow. You, you, you can you can count me in on being good with that pick. Thank you, John. I'm glad I got your approval. So EJ Liddell is a bull. Just kind of filling out my mock on fan spell here. Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. Team that wins a playing game, super happy with their season result. Yeah, as, it was as a we successful saw season for Minnesota. Got a seems like becoming superstar in Anthony Edwards. Mm-hmm. Got a really solid center in Carl Anthony Towns. Think their weaknesses are probably small forward, power forward. Those those positions seem to be yeah interesting spot, and I, I think this, this isn't a guy that I know too much about, but it seems like he's destined to go in the first round tonight. That's. Usman Diang, who played yeah. for the MZ Breakers, international player. 6'10", described as silky, smooth with the ball. A lot of guys that think his upside is pretty high mm-hmm. probably would agree. Got 185 pounds at 6'10", isn't great. But there, there's, a, there's a lot of work to be done with him. But I think the Timberwolves are probably one piece away from being like a legitimate contender in this league. Yeah. If Diang, if Diang's as good as some people think he can be, mm-hmm. that could give him it. That's a good pick. I think that he could really thrive in a Chris Finch offense. But obviously, you know those international players. There's a, there's a, there's a ton of question marks with mm-hmm. them. Yeah, there won't there won't be a, on the number one international player next year. But yeah, the next year's international player probably the greatest prospect in NBA history. So or. or draft history I I, I I like I think there are like some people that think like when he comes in the league he's going to be like a top 10 player right away yeah like he, he, he's he, like Luca like Luca so I, we also didn't name him I like that let's keep it that way yeah. um Spurs they took Johnny Davis again a tough spot I don't know who they're really going to look at me like oh I really really like this guy 
Well, my mock yesterday, my pod with Gianni Tejada, I took Walker Kessler here, and ever since that, I've just haven't liked that pick whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a wild card here. Okay. And this is not because I'm biased towards the player. It's because last year the Spurs did a big wild card and took Josh Primo. Yeah, that's working out. I'm gonna go with. Kendall Brown from Baylor. Okay. And I know that it's bold. I know that's so bold. And a lot of people aren't going to like that. But he's a guy who didn't get a chance to shine at Baylor last year. As there was just a ton of number twos on the Bears last year. No one that really, there was no, like, obviously, there was no big Jared Butler. There was no Davion, Mark Vitale. Um, but I think that he has a ton of room to grow and i think with the spurs are just going to take him and see what they can work with honestly yeah i i i do think that's an interesting pick i I feel like kendall brown's a guy that gets into camp and and greg popovich looks at him is like what is he doing like (laughs) he, he, he does some really dumb stuff but he's he's also got really good measurables and really good athleticism so the Nugget, Nuggets are 21, and the Nuggets are a team that obviously their entire offense is played through Nikola Jokic. He does mm-hmm. everything for them. And with that, you simply need a guy that can hit shots. So this is where I'm going to take Christian Brown, who I really like. Uh, I think is going to be a very solid player in the NBA. I mean, he is like – Johnny said he's like a, he's like a, he's literally Alex Crusoe 2.0. And probably yeah. a better shooter than Caruso, to be honest. I, I think he's a better offensive player than Caruso. Definitely worse defensively, but I don't think much. I love Braun. It's a, it sucks, but I think he's gonna be a really good NBA player. Yeah, he was like, I was super low on that Kansas team last year. You know, you know that. And we both were. I, I th- he was the one guy that I thought thought was was standing out. Yeah. You, even though Abadji was a first-team All-American. Yeah, yeah, first-team All-American. Nah, I'm looking at Christian Brown. No, Brown, Brown was super impressive last year. He was. He really was. Spurs are up last year. They've had some interesting draft picks. Obviously, this guy right here, John Morant, was a great pick. But he's taken some guys like um, Zaire Williams, you know, uh, but you've also taken some guys like Desmond Bain. Mm-hmm. You know, Jaron Jackson Hughes was a high pick. So they're kind of all over the place with who they draft. I'm liking their front court a ton. I think they do go guard here. I'm just going to go with someone who I think is so slept on in this draft. That's Blake Wesley. He was good so, so good at Notre Dame last year. And I don't think anyone realized how good he was. I mean, that team, that team I, I thought about it, Liddy. Like, the more I deep dive, obviously this is looking at only a few games here, but he was someone who that Notre Dame team was not supposed to be good. They weren't. No. They were not supposed to be good. They made the tournament. They won their uh, first four game. And then beat a team filled with four and five star guards at Alabama, and Blake Wesley was the reason that team was was the main reason why that Notre Dame team was super successful this year. And I yeah, think he's going to he, be really good in the NBA. Yeah, he was he was a super interesting player to me because he got he really wasn't that high of a recruit. He was put in a situation where he was asked to do a lot right away, and it actually worked out. So super interesting. Now the Sixers. Obviously, a lot of interesting stuff went on with them this season. Why is Aaron Henry listed as their starting small forward? Dude, I would do anything to have like these Michigan State guys succeed in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Like I would do anything. Don't, don't tell Max Christie that. <laughs> I would do anything for Cash Swenson to be a good NBA player. Oh man. Um, they do need kind of front court wings. They got they got two guys that can handle the ball and Maxi and and Harden. Even though Harden's not great anymore, I feel like. Um, he's not. You're right. God, this seems, this seems like such a Sixers pick if I take this guy. But I'm, I, I think I'm gonna do it. I'm. This is a super risky pick, but it, I could work out. I'm gonna go Patrick Baldwin Jr. Oh, it's such a Sixers pick. <laughs> I actually like. I actually do like Patrick Baldwin Jr. For what it's worth. I I see kind of the vision with him, like. He can be a Jabari Smith type if he gets to his potential, but he was injured last year at UW Milwaukee. Someone's going to take a chance on him, I think. For how for yeah. how highly he was ranked out of That's high school, what I'm saying, like he was a top five player at a high school. Like someone's some, going to take that will. guy. You know? Yeah, I think he made it. He like yeah. I know he wanted to, wanted to play for his dad at UW Milwaukee, but I think it was a it was a mistake. I I think when he committed. The first thing I said was he's gonna hurt himself more than than he can help himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, like he was essentially going to play with worse players with with G League exposure. Like he he didn't do himself any favors. Fortunately, you weren't correct. So unfortunately, you are correct. Bucks are up. Looking to add some pieces, get back to the NBA Finals. A lot of these guys usually like to either take projects they can develop over time, or they take players to help out right away. Tough pick here. I'm gonna go Jalen Williams, Santa Clara. Guy can score at all three levels. 21 years of age. Great. Heard a lot of good things about him. Heard a ton of great things. He's in my top 20. Love David, him. Ta- David taking a player from the WCC. What is this? What's going on right now? So is Jamare Boye in the draft? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not super, super like knowledgeable about like where teams are picking. I'd have to imagine this first trade like up in the like with three first round picks and yeah, the and the 38th pick. But we're not doing trades. They're super hard to predict. So I'm going to take another pick here and kind of feel like they could maybe you like there's like they have so many like just average wings like yeah <laughs> it's just, we, like, we already want, took johnny and kendall brown like i i don't want to take another one so i guess i mean look, like, at, look, look at those stars man like dem vassell showed signs kendall johnson's really good kate bates diop was once a player you know like you know like and like nicola jovic is six ten, but he's a wing too yeah, he is. So I guess like he's an international player. He'll give you. He's a different type of wing than the ones they have. He, he's pretty good in transition, and he's a, he's a decent shooter too. I'm, I'll go Nikola Jovic here. Nikola Jovic, uh, unfortunately, not going to become a Denver Nugget. Which yeah, yeah which is really unfortunate. Like it's going to be hilarious. Jabari Smith, a- Kennedy Chandler. You know who I'm going to take here? Do you? No, there's no way they take who I think. The thing is, right, they have Alperin Sangoon or, or uh, whatever I pronounce the name. I apologize if I butchered it. You hopefully have your front court with Kennedy and Jalen uh, Green, which I think that actually can be your front court of the future because you got a wing here potentially. 
I'm going to do this because I just love Auburn and I want them to succeed. Walker Kessler. Yeah, I don't that, think, that's who I was going to guess. I don't think Houston does that just because they do have uh, Alper and Sangoon, who's awesome. But why not? Give me Walker Kessler to reunite Jabari and Walker Kessler together. So let's do it. Miami Heat relied a lot on Jimmy Butler's offensive creation last year. Uh, really, a really good team that I think will still be really competitive in the East next year. I think they need to add another guy that can kind of create shots and another, like, super – like, I feel like they lack explosiveness getting to the rim. And I think Dale and Terry do, does that. He, he's one of the guys where, like he, – he's, like, one of, like, my guys in this draft. Yeah. I Like, I, I was very I, – I said that J, Dale and Terry would be a top-10 player in college basketball next year. He came back, but I think, and I still think he'll be a great pro six, six, seven with his skills. Yeah, I, I was told, told today by a friend that like, if the three point shot didn't exist, Dale and Terry would be the number one pick in this draft. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'll take him there at 27. Unfortunately, the three point, uh, three point shot does exist. Yeah. I'm actually like kind of the Warriors are up, but there's a player here that I kind of fell not the player itself, but I fell in love with him going to this, this team. I think Trevor Keels is going to be a Golden State Warrior. I hope so. I mean, the dude's ripped, and he's a, he, he obviously had some inconsistencies at Duke last year, but the talent is obviously there. Yeah. I mean, the talent's there. We didn't just see it in the Kentucky game at, Ma- at Madison Square Garden we, uh, day one. We saw it throughout the season. I mean, he had some great moments, and I think that it, he gets a chance to play in the best offensive system this game's ever seen in Golden State. So I'm super excited to watch him grow. Memphis up next. They already got Blake Wesley. They with 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 a guy like John Moran, I think you need floor spacers. So I'm gonna go Caleb Houston here. Wow, I like that pick. Yeah, I like that pick. Relatively inconsistent shooter last year. His his home and road splits were just my god. They were they were interesting. (laughs) Shot terribly on the road. Great at home, but his biggest strength is, is shooting and. I think I think Memphis needs needs guys like that. So Caleb Houston at 29, which I feel like would kind of be a surprise going in the first round, but a guy I like nonetheless. Nuggets at 30. This draft is deep. There are a ton of guys I still like. Yeah, there are a handful of guys that I do really do like. All right. So this is a lot, last pick of the first round, which is Denver. Um, we have two minutes left on the Zoom. So I'll end this after this pick. We'll go to break and then we'll do the second. Half, but cool. I'll take two minutes to make this pick. Um, hey, it's like the real draft. Here's the thing, yeah, exactly. I, I don't. The thing is, like, I don't love this player. He's not my top thirty. I don't think he falls out of the first round. However, that's Ty Ty Washington. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I don't love Ty Ty, but I would be shocked if he doesn't fall out of the first round. And overall, I do think the Douglas are actually pretty set with their front court. Let's go back to back. Well, Christian Brown's kind of a wing, but like a true point guard, Ty Ty Washington's my pick. Real, real quick to touch on Washington. Um, I don't know why he's listed as a point guard on here. Uh, yeah. Kentucky's offense was primary, primarily created by Severe Wheeler last year. Yeah, I think Ty Ty can be a true point guard, though. I, I think, think yeah, he, he can handle the ball a little bit, but I think he probably projects more as a wing. And like, like Denver doesn't need guys to handle the ball. They have guys that can do that. And Jamal, so, if Jamal's healthy, so yeah, I, I think 
if they were, were to land Washington, he's, he's a good fit for them because he can, he can kind of plug in at multiple positions when they need him. All right, so I'm going to end this. Actually, whoa, hold up. Did you see that tweet? I actually just got tweeted at by a Kentucky fan. Call me crazy for saying Ty Ty Washington is not a top 10 pick. What's going on here? Oh, my God, the Kentucky fans are after me right now, Liddy. I'm getting hated because I put, I put Ty Ty Washington at 30. I'm oh all too God. familiar with that, buddy. I know. That, they're coming after me right now, Liddy. Liddy, I don't know if you could post this. They, they, might, they might find out where you live, dude. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back second round up next. We've completed round one. A lot of good players still left. I've noticed this is a very deep class, David. And it, it's on par because there was a lot of good players in college basketball last year. But mm-hmm. there's still – I'm scrolling through. There's so many players that I like left on the board. And so are we going to stick with the uh, me, me picking first at 31 and you, you going at 32? Well, I just took it 30, so I get back to you, man. All right. Cleveland Cavaliers, the first pick of the second round. Or, sorry, the Pacers. Indiana Pacers with the first Idiot. pick of the second round. Oh, you're stupid, Liddy. Yeah, I know, right? Um, <laughs> I miss Grant Salzman. Already took <laughs> – I do too. Um, our Pacers took Matherin at six. And I'm going to start taking, like, a lot of guys that I just, like, love – because they were great college basketball players. I mean, yeah, at this point, Liddy, it's literally just dark throws. I mean, it was dark throws after the 15, you know. First first pick of the second round. I know who this is, by the way. I know who this is. I know who you're going to take. I'm taking Andrew Nemhard. Yep, exactly. I knew you're going to take yeah. Andrew Nemhard. Uh, Ricky you and, you and Sam there. love him. You and Sam Rubio's love him. Rubio's getting up there with age. Nemhard's super good ball handler, super quick in transition. He goes to the Pacers like that fit. I think him and Halbert work, obviously – like Malcolm Brockett is not the future there. I think Halberton is pair him with, with someone else in that backcourt. Yeah. Magic took Chet. What's a player I don't like? So I just hate this team continuously. <laughs> nah, I'm all, I'm, I'm all jokes. Oh, I actually found a player I really do not like, though. But I'm not going to take him here. I'm actually going to give them a really good player. I could have made a really good joke there. I thought about taking Jalen Williams because he shut Chet down. So that, that way, obviously – you, you, Chet, Chet can't lose to him if he's on the same team. Some fun competitions um, in practice. Would that be some? No, I'm actually going to go. This is a tough spot. It really is. I think they go project. Marjan okay. Bochamp, G League, Ignite. Um, again, with a lot of great players in this draft, a ton of length. And the fact that he didn't play college basketball, obviously, upsets me. We get to t- uh, watch a ton of him play. I don't know <laughs> a, a, a million things about him, but. I think that he goes to Orlando at 32. That, that's such a guy that the magic takes and he ends up in Europe in like three years. <laughs> <laughs> Joining up with former magic pick Mario Hazonia. The two of them both playing on Shanghai. Or I don't Was even know he the guy that like dunked on LeBron? Hazonia? I thought he yeah. blocked LeBron. He blocked LeBron. I that's thought. what it was. Yeah, he blocked LeBron. All right. Uh, Raptors. This is the first pick, their first pick. Of, of this draft. Um, By the way, that's why LeBron's with the goat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like what they have at point guard with Van Fleet, it seems like they maybe could use some wings yeah. here. I'm going to go Bryce McGowan's out in Nebraska. He was always, he was my pick last year to win freshman of the year in the Big Ten. He's always been a super high, 
high player for me. And yeah, yeah. I, I really like this ability to create shots. So Mc, Bryce McGowan's who averaged 17 a game last year to the Raptors. Buddy. Oh boy. This is an interesting one. You 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 are looking at the same player I am right now. You know you are, and I have to do it. I think that the Thunder took away in AJ Griffin. They took a power forward in Paulo Boncaro. I'm taking Wendell Moore. Wendell Moore. I'm, so, I'm That's taking awesome. Wendell Moore. First off, why does he use a small forward on here? He like he's a he's a wing. Like I I hate sure. I hate that we're classifying players now as like shooting guards, small forwards, yeah. power forwards. They're there are three Guard, types guards, of, guards, wings, bigs. There, there are three types of players for me: ball handlers, wings, and post players. I think there's guards, big uh, guards, wings, bigs. And, and if you can do two of those, if you can yeah. play two of those positions, you should be taken pretty high. I think that they take a trio of two players. Can you imagine if OKC did that? Liddy's like, I am becoming the biggest OKC fan on planet Earth. <laughs> I'm getting a jersey. Dude, until Zion becomes a Nick, then you have to compete. <laughs> Yeah, with R- RJ. RJ and Cam. Cam's on the Knicks too, dude. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, where's um, Where's Joey Baker? Where's he going to be in the NBA in the next couple of years? Pro- probably not coaching staff. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Oh, man. That's too uh, funny. Um, all right. Liddy's a big Austin Rivers fan. I know that much. Magic so. up again. Chet and Marjan Bochamp were their two picks. Um... Yeah, the Magic just seemed to always miss on picks, although Wagner was a good pick. Wagner was great. I don't – I'm not sold on Jalen Suggs yet. They've had some great number one overall picks. I mean, Cole Anthony Shaq, seems to be all right. Um, they've, had, they've had some great number one overall picks in Shaq. And, and well, it was technically Chris Webber, but, like, they got Penny, Dwight Howard. Those are all great players for them, so. I'm going to go Jake LaRavia from Lake Forest. I pick. just literally just said that, like, guys should go high. If they can play two like two spots on the floor, and I think he can. Yeah. So LaRavia, who I liked out of Lake Forest. I thought he was I, I was like a lot of this Williams won ACC player of the year and got a lot of the attention, but I thought LaRavia was always super underrated for them. I like that pick a ton, Liddy. Looking Portland. at Portland, you obviously get like I said, trade for Jimmy Grant. You took Jalen Duran, he's a big I'm looking at the guards here. I'm not going to lie. I don't love a ton of them. I really don't think Jaden Hardy's good. I would even argue that he's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be this – is, this is one from left field. Okay. This is one from left field. I mean, this is the second round. Like, Yeah, you're right. Here we go. Johnny Juzang. Interesting. Was obviously, you know, we know what he can do scoring the basketball. At this point, if you're Portland, which they've come out and said, like, when they, even with like they they've made changes, so they're going to rebuild, but they also make changes with Jeremy Grant, you know, that they want to try and contend. And I think Portland wants to try and contend. If there is a player, I think that's going to come in and, and score at NBA level. I do think it's Johnny Juzan. Like. I think like the second round is two things for me. It's okay. Like if you can protect the rim, I'll take you. Like if you, if you, if you can like stay in the paint and guide and guard and protect the rim, I'll take you. And the other criteria is like, if you can create your own shot, like you're going to be on my board in the second round. Yeah. 
That's like that that's essentially what it is. Yeah. All right. Kings. Who we've who took Jaden Ivy already. Yep. Could use a kind of forward wing here. I'm gonna go. I, I I'm gonna go J- Josh Benat from Memphis. And another wow. guy that I think showed a lot of flashes. Penny really never got his full potential out of him. Yeah, so not like not saying that that's ever going to happen in Sacramento of all places, but like sure. it's worth a shot. He, he can really defend. Mm-hmm. I I actually like to pick a ton, buddy. All right, let's go here oh. with the Spurs. They're at thirty-eight. This is their fourth pick of the draft already. If this were the NFL, they'd have four picks at the top thirty-eight. If they're having some franchise-changing picks here, but <laughs> in reality, three of these guys probably won't play in the next five years. I'm going to go with a fellow Minnesotan guy like Kendall Brown. David Roddy, someone who I actually like a ton. I think he is super underrated in this class just because people think he's super undersized to the four. He was so good at Colorado State, and he deserved a better ending to his season than losing to Michigan. Love me some David Roddy. Was really sad to see him go pro um, as a college basketball fan, but super happy that he's going to be able to, to make a name for himself. I think the Spurs would be a great spot. Like, I like Roddy a lot. I don't know how he projects as as an NBA player because, like you said, he's undersized. But like, he can do a lot of different things. So, like, if if the Spurs take Jalen Williams, like that won't like the Arkansas Jalen Williams, like that won't surprise me at all. Because like, I was thinking about that too. The the Spurs will watch him take like three charges in a game and be like, yeah, he's our guy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, that, that's the next David Robinson. What? No, no. <laughs> All right. Um, Cavs took a great defender in Tari isn't already have a bunch of guards that are high upside guys that are occasionally more above average out of control. I'm going to, for the Cavs here, I'm, I'm going to take an, a, a wing. I'm going to, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Alondis Williams. It's a good Alley pick. Forest. I'd, I'd like. Just to, he'll hit. He'll hit shots for them. They they already have enough guys that can create. Yeah. So I, I think it's, I don't think it's a bad take. I mean, you're gonna score. You know, he's definitely a guy that teams are gonna take just because he can. can, can the, the Cavs. The Cavs should be good next year. Yeah. So Wolves are up. Took Usman Diang, six ten forward international player. I think they take more of a, a safer pick this time around. Um, there's a lot of different guys, different directions they could go. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. I'm going to go. That's a little interesting. We thought the second round would go quick. The second round's harder. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just, I'm taking way too long on picks here. I'll, I'll pull the trigger on Jalen Williams right now. I do think he was so good in college, and he got better as the season went on. Arkansas will be just will be still just fine without him, but man, they could have been so good last, uh, this next upcoming season if they had him. So I know you spent the six ten, but you're taking another guy like Jane Williams, who's also a big, but or a tall player, I should say. And uh, I think it's a good pick there. Pelicans, I like the idea of they already took Dyson Daniels, so I'm, I like the idea of a rim protector here for them. I'm going to go Christian Coloco. It's a good pick. Who, by the way, I think Arizona's replacing him fantastically with Umar Bala, but that's besides the point. I take uh, Caleb Bluff here. He's available on the board to take him. 
Is he? Yeah. So is Marcus Sasser, Max Asmus, um, Quinterly. <laughs> Quinterly's not even healthy right now. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Alabama's going to have like one healthy guard at the start of next year. It's hilarious. Hey, remember that one time they only had like one guard against Minnesota and they almost beat us? Yeah. Um, they might have to do that again. They might have to do that again. They choose one of the three players. Uh, Knicks up. They took Jeremy Sohan. The Knicks are a stupid organization. Jaden Hardy? I hate him so much. It's a stupid pick. He's actually so trash. There are not a player, a lot of players are behind the board right now that I really like. And I'm kind of just like looking at random dudes. Um, I'm going to get a guy that I actually kind of learned about today. Ismail Kamagate, a 6'11", big man, who, international player, like I said, didn't watch him a ton over the past couple of months. Learned about him today, honestly. And I heard a positive review. And the Knicks, you know, they took Tingus Pingus one time. They can take this guy as well. They took Frank Nielakina. Yeah. All right. Clippers, first pick of the draft at 43. Going to get Kawhi Leonard back next year. They need, they need guards so badly. It's true. Um, you, don't, you don't like Amir Coffee? How dare you? Like, like they they have ball dominant. Like, they have ball dominant players already. So, like, yeah, PG and Kawhi are both ball dominant players. Let's let's see. I think, yeah, they, they don't need they don't need a guy like Sebron. Um, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna go Scotty Pippen Jr. here. That's that's a bold pick, but I was kind of looking at that and thinking, ooh, I like, like that. They need they need secondary scoring options. Like he could end up being that. Yeah, I I like to pick a lot. All right, next is Atlanta. Hawks Hawks are here. They took Okai Baji. Handful of players you could go here. I'm picking a guy who was in the first round of mock draft yesterday. It's Khalifa Diop. Um, again, maybe the tall, maybe, maybe like the biggest dude in the draft. Just looks so super intimidating. Him and Kofi Coburn both. Um, Khalifa Diop. Definitely a project, but uh, I have him going number 44 to Atlanta. Hornets are next. Already got Mark Williams and Malachi Branham. Let's see. What do we do here for the Hornets? Here's a guy I really like Um, out of NC State. Darion no, Sebron. I was going to take him. I did yeah. last time. I love uh, Darion Sebron. Pure, pure scorer. Really good year at NC State in a horrible system. One one of the worst in all time major basketball. Yeah, but uh, he can get to the rim and he's he's really quick. So Darion Sebron, my pick at forty five. I'm up now. I'm taking a guy who I love, who is actually in my top thirty. Believe it or not, someone who balled out last year in the Pac-12, Jabari Walker from Colorado. I was hoping and praying he would stay with the Buffaloes. I wanted to watch him in college one more year, but he is so good, and I'm super excited to see if he can become something. Yeah, this is, for some reason, I thought of this right now, a good time to mention that we have selection summer starting in just a couple (laughs) days. Monday is the first release, and the only reason I thought of that right now is because Colorado's in the 68th team. You mentioned Colorado, and Colorado is, I think, the third day of it. Oh, 66. What's uh, 60? Who's 68? Don't want to don't want to reveal where too many oh, teams are sure. so far, but 
we mentioned what are we, what, what are we recording that john I, th- I think i texted you saturday sunday probably that perfect i'll be free um, sunday is the target day to start just so we're ahead by a couple days take a day off from recording if we need to all right grizzlies back up they have blake wesley and caleb houston so i, I remember taking houston because i wanted a guy that'll hit shots for morant um they just got like a couple of nice players who I think are going to really They, they got Tyus Jones, so they got the ball. They, they drafted Wesley. Like they have guys that can handle the ball. Here's an interesting one. All of last year, or in the playoffs, I should say, people were complaining, complaining about getting Brandon Clark off the floor. Take a guy that can maybe fill Brandon Clark's spot, Musa Diabate, another Michigan guy. The Michigan guy. Okay. Look, man. Memphis kind of screwed over the Wolves this year. I don't want to become – I'm not a Wolves fan, but I still like the Wolves. And Memphis, I don't want to be I'm kind of a jaw hater, even though I'm wearing his jersey. Like, a lot of controversial picks there, Lenny. I don't know, I don't know how to feel about that. <coughs> Timberwolves back up. Timberwolves. By the way, the Avs won. Yeah. Very disappointing. Nazem Kadri scored. Boss is tweeting which can't be good. What's he saying? Oh, God. You're up 3 1. for an update on this. One next week. Lightning in six. Huh? Yeah. Well, that's over. Well, guess what, Adam? You're going to win the Stanley Cup. Don't don't get in Twitter world. Don't get in Twitter words with Letty. He's had plenty of those this past week. You don't say. I'm going to go with Zep Jasper. Now, I'm going to go with um, Wolves here. They have Usman Diang. They have Jalen Williams. I think Justin Lewis. He's a little underrated. I'm going to go with him. So the Wolves don't draft a true center. They don't really draft. Well, I guess Williams is a big, but he can do a lot of things. Uh, Lewis is, is a is a, is a wing. Williams is the big, and, and Usman D 6'10". Justin Lewis from Marquette, freshman, um, was pretty solid over Chaka Smart last year. I think he can continue that in the NBA. I kind of want to make the most Kings pick ever here. Um, Just a guy that, like, Ron Harper Jr. Super, super high upside that just like miserably fails. Um, I'm gonna do it. Peyton Watson, UCLA. Okay, I need to take a little. One minute is all I asked for. Peyton Watson averaged three points a game last year. He, he should have stayed school. He should have stayed school. Why he went to the NBA is beyond me. He. He didn't show anything last year. And if someone's going to take him just because he has that upside. We, we know he has traits. We, we know he has traits. And so he's somebody's going to take him. But, like, like come on, man. <laughs> like, yeah. He didn't play a ton. And when he did, he wasn't good. I, I don't think Peyton Watson is going to work out whatsoever. I think he made a really big mistake going to the NBA draft. And I, and I, I hope that no team takes him. Pick. I think some I think, like, we had to, I think, take him on here. Because, like, he has traits. Like, he – like. He he is a guy that second the teams in the second round will look at and be like, if there is a guy in the second round on the board still that can be a star, it's him. So, yeah. so like somebody will take a chance on him, even though like yeah. if he if he stayed at school and like actually showed what he can do, legitimate chance he could be like a mid first round pick next year. Yeah, legitimately. I'm gonna take a pick to piss off my friend Giannis Hot. I'm going Jaden Hardy at this point. Like someone's gonna take him, you know. Obviously, no, no one likes it. I don't know why no one likes it. He's a scorer. People need need guys that can score. And I think that, he, that they're going to take At some point, he is going to go. So, I'll have Minnesota take him. All right. Warriors took Trevor Keels. 
Um, front court, front court, front court, front court. Oh my god. Okay. This this is a weird one because, like, this this guy like the way he just like kind of draws attention is just I think like fits what the Warriors kind of could need in the front court because just like they don't need like somebody that could score in the front court but they need someone that just like if if their five can space the floor they're good to go right. Sure. I think I know who you're taking here. John John Butler from Florida State. That's not who I thought you were going to take. Yeah. Um, Interesting. I think Florida State, like, I thought Butler was going to stay at Florida State because he had a weird freshman year. Wasn't very efficient. Florida State wasn't that good. But Mm -hmm. he had, like, one one, one or two games, maybe three games, where I would watch him and just like, wow. Like, that, that is super impressive what he's doing. And mm-hmm. he's seven one, weighs one hundred and ninety pounds, and he shoots the ball well. So, I, I think mm-hmm. if he works out, like he could add an interesting dynamic to the Warriors, like almost like a whole nother level of like what they can do. Speaking of shooting, the look at the Pelicans. I think they struggle with shooting. Obviously, CJ's a good shooter. Jose Alvarado can he shoot? Yes, I can shoot. Zion can shoot. Ingram can, but there's no pure spot up. Shooter, Liddy, who was the best shooter in college basketball last year? The best shooter in college basketball last year was Brady Manick. Nope, it was Jameson Battle. But who was the second best? Brady, was it Brady Manick. Manick. Brady Man. I'm, I'm just saying Jameson Battle is a joke. Brady Manick goes to the Pelicans in the second round. Which at this point, like, why would a team not you know take a guy like him and see if he pans out? I really do think that, that that's a smart yeah. I mean, he elevated his game completely. He did. This player's going to work out just because the Celtics are so good at drafting. They're going to find Peyton Pritchard 2.0 in this draft. We're at 53, which means we are getting really close to just taking winners and having a day. Um, Celtics, first pick of the draft at 53. Coming off a finals loss. Rob Williams worked out. Like, oh. Dude, this is the I can't do that. That would be such a stupid pick. <laughs> oh, it's the second round. It's probably gonna be a stupid pick. I'm gonna take Ryan Rollins from Toledo. That's a terrible pick. It's not terrible, it's not more terrible than the guy I was going to take. So who are you? Oh, I guess we'll find out. Um <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I was gonna take. I was gonna take JD Davison. That would totally not work. <laughs> Honestly, dude, I thought about it. Um I could have said something funny. I'm like, Bucks have Giannis. Why not take 6'3 Giannis, J.D. Davison? Um, Hold on. I'm getting an alert from fans, bro, that says the pick has been forfeited due to league violations and will not actually be selected in this draft. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, so yeah, no. So, there was two picks in the second round that are that the NBA took away. So, ooh, we're going to have so much fun. So, here's what we're going to do. Buddy no, Bayheim's I'm taking Caleb go, Love. Go here. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I was going to take Kendrick. I was going to take Caleb Love. Um, <laughs> well, Buddy, not actually obvious. Well, exactly. But like Buddy Bayheim is like Pat could, could get drafted. You know, who who, so who else take, can we take? I'm taking wait, Caleb Love. Wait, if this website is just not accurate. Like sometimes, not sometimes. Right now, like Alan Flanagan is not in the draft. 
Why is Alex playing? Maybe they, put, they put like Zach E. Day. That's who I'm taking. I'm taking. I'm, I, I, I'm taking Jonathan Chama Joshua right now. I'm taking JTT. He's going. Let's go. I'm, I'm taking Buddy Beheim, and wait, I hope wait. that guy doesn't play a minute in the NBA. <laughs> they have a picture of JTT. Like, bro, click JTT right now. He just said it. Like the very where, bottom. Where is he? He's at the very bottom of centers with E. Day and. And Shibway. When oh you God, take Caleb, him, Caleb Love's actually out here. No, go to centers. Bottom. Wait, wait the Heat's picks forfeited too? Yeah, yeah, there's two. Oh, JTT. That is not him. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bro, that's a UNLV jersey, bro. That is not him. <laughs> Who is that? I don't know, but. <laughs> I can, tell, a, I can tell you the guy above him isn't even in the draft either. Neither are the neither are two of the three guys below him. No, but did you click on his name? Did you click draft? No. Click draft for JTT. For the heat pick. Oh, for the heat pick. Who are you taking? Well, the heat pick is forfeited as well. Well, pick someone that won't like doesn't they won't actually get drafted then. So it's just it's like a blank space. Okay, hold on. Let me look through it. I got I got I gotta find it. That's why I just took JTT at 54 because he's not actually getting drafted. Well, Buddy Beheim better not get drafted. <laughs> but there's a but he's like allowed to get drafted. Like he's in the system. Yeah, but if somebody drafts him, they should be fired immediately. Who's oh. Tom? Who's dude? Why is Sasha Stefanovich on here? <laughs> Oh, All right, I I figured out who I'm making who I'm taking with the heat pick that's forfeited. Well, who's that? Jalen Wilson. Oh my god. I also have power forwards too. Where's Jalen Wilson? Is he not a power forward? Small forward. Oh. I'm I want I want, I want more uh, um dude, I want more uh forfeited picks. These are hilarious. Dude, why is why is Chris Murray on here? He's like he never wants he ever say like I'm going to the draft. Future Big Ten first teamer, Chris Murray. Dude, why is Pete Nance on here? Oh, dude, I wish Pete Nance was on here. Then then everyone would shut up about the three three pointers he shot a game. Oh my god! All right, so the Wizards so, are actually whatever, making a real. Okay. The Wizards are making a real pick here. Yeah, real pick this time. They took Keegan Murray earlier. Let's take his brother, Chris Murray. Goes to I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Goes to Washington. Um, I'm looking through here. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Kofi Coburn. I, I know they have like Daniel Gafford at center or Thomas Bryant, but Kofi's just a powerful human being. I mean, if there's one word to describe Kofi, it is powerful. And I think out of his pure strength, some, like he's gonna get taken. So I'm gonna go Kofi Coburn. All right, Warriors to Keels and Butler. I have two more picks. I got to use this wisely. No, you don't. Yes, I do. The only thing wise about the Warriors is James Wiseman. And he's... I'm taking Hai Jung Lee from Davidson. That's a good pick, Lee. I can't even lie. He's He was literally the only one that could create an outside shot on his own on their third team last year. So hopefully he can do it in the NBA level. Oh, Amina Muhammad's in the draft? No way. <laughs> Where is he? I can't find him. He's uh, their number 72 prospect. So uh, half of what Georgetown's Kempom rating was last year. 72 is Tevin Brown, dude. Oh, I'm, I have fans for those rankings. Uh, what position is, is Mr. Lee? Um, oh, Lee? Um, what? Hold on. Let me go look. I already... generally, he might not be on here, dude. Why don't you just do Control-F and then do Lee? 
He's 89 okay. on ESPN. Okay. For some yeah. reason, he's for some reason he's out of my board. Weird. One sec, one sec, one sec. Never mind, I got him. Nope. All right. Yeah, I got him. I got him. I got him. I got All him. right, 58's Cavs. 58's Cavs, second last play of the draft. I am going to go with – Give me, give me, give me Ron Harper, Jr. Ron Harper, fifty-eight. All right, um, fifty-nine is the Blazers. Well, I mean, like obviously they're taking Colin Gillespie to replace Damian Lillard, so <laughs> that's what I'm going with. I was, I'm not even kidding you. I was going to go Gillespie at sixty. Um, like he's like he, he's too good. Like he, he's too good of a college player for me not to draft. <laughs> yeah. Uh, final pick. I'm gonna go Travion Williams, Mister Irrelevant, Miss Travion Williams. That's not like a thing in the NBA, is it? Right? No, Trav- not like, even a little bit. Travion Williams goes at 60, and the draft is complete. Any final thoughts, David? I think David is frozen. So. We're just going to end this. Thanks for tuning yeah. in. David, yeah, NBA, NBA draft night itself is super fun. But it, it's, you know, I, a lot of the trades that happen. I'll also say this. This is the thing that is to be said for every single draft. Please please don't go on Twitter. You get spoiled for you. It's just not – this is not fun. So just enjoy the draft in its, in its own entirety. That's what I would do. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of Marathon to March. We'll be back. Monday to start selection summer with team number 68 going 68 to one ranking college basketball teams for next season. Spoiler alert. alert. Now it's going to become a surprise, but there's a team in Texas that is number one. That's all I'll say. It's rice. Rice is number one. Liddy. Look, I wanted him at four, but Sam Peterman really wanted him at number one. (laughs) He really wanted him at number one. And we got to listen to his his thoughts. I get it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you Monday.